Are you a real estate investor looking to sharpen your skills or a newbie looking to become one? You're in the right place. Welcome to Where Should I Invest? Real Estate Investing in Canada with your host, Sarah Larby. This is Sarah Larby. You are listening to Where Should I Invest? And we have U.S. properties today on the show with Voitech and James, and they have been acquiring properties in Detroit, a little bit in Florida as well, helping investors. So we hear all about what is new and what is important to know in in this current economy, what's still working, what's not working. That is James Lloyd and Voitech Mardula, and we will hear from them in just a moment. But before we do that, let's hear from Dahlia Barsoom at Streetwise Mortgages on this week's Tip of the Week. Dahlia, over to you. Hi, I'm Dahlia, founder of Streetwise Mortgages, and today we're going to talk about private money and how it can help you as a real estate investor fund your project and what to watch for and how this money is different from other types of money that you can access as an investor. So private mortgages are essentially mortgages that are also secured against the property you're buying or the property you're refinancing. And they can also extend to other properties that you have if needed for what's called a cross collateral, which helps you obtain a higher loan amount. For private mortgages, the market has picked up quite a bit since the interest rates have started increasing in Canada because qualifying with traditional lenders has become uh, more challenging as the rates went up and the stress test bar continued to rise uh, on the residential side. So investors are tapping into private money these days to sometimes get a breathing room, believe it or not, when it comes to their monthly payments. We are seeing some investors switch from principal and interest payments with a B lender, let's say, to an interest-only payment with a private mortgage because despite the higher rates, interest-only payments can give such a breathing room. We're also seeing investors use this type of money or they're looking to acquire a property that uh, a traditional lender does not want to touch because of its condition or because of its location. Uh, investors also tap into this type of money uh, if they're looking to renovate. And some lenders on the street can um, also provide a renovations loan through private funding. So it's a uh, a type of money that is accessible uh, pretty much to everyone. You just need to be careful about who you're getting this money from and read the fine print that comes with it. Private money is more expensive than any other type of money. The rules are not as defined compared to traditional lenders. So you always have to pay attention to the mortgage approval or the mortgage commitment that you're getting. You want to pay attention to the lender fees charged, the broker fees charged, the renewal fees, the renewal conditions. You want to pay attention to all administrative fees sometimes that are embedded in the mortgage commitment. You don't want to get caught with high fees on renewals. And the beauty about private mortgages is that they're also negotiable. You can negotiate, for example, adding any fees to the law. That's what's called capping the fees. Or you can negotiate the frequency of the payment. The payment doesn't necessarily have to be every month. You can potentially negotiate a quarterly payment or an annual payment. I've seen that happen. You can also negotiate deducting the interest from the loan if there is enough in the deal. So 
I just want to let you know that we're seeing an increase in the use of private money, but I want you to pay attention to the fine print and also, very importantly, understand and validate your exit strategy. Going to a broker or coming to us and indicating that you're going to flip the property or refinance it is not um, a firm exit. Let me put it this way. We have to run the numbers and make sure that we've planned for the worst case situation. If that property does not sell in time, for example, and you need to hold it, what does that look like? If you're going to refinance it upon the completion of your project, will you actually get the 80% that you think you will get at a 30-year amortization with the lender that you think you're going to qualify with? These are all things we have to validate. I highly suggest you go through that exercise because you don't want to be in a situation where the loan is up for renewal and the private lender decides that they want out because the market has changed or you're getting, you know, charged exuberant fees to stay in the deal. At Streetwise Mortgages, we have expanded our private money practice and we are helping investors right now utilize that type of money effectively to either write this new cycle that we're in or to continue to grow their portfolios. We're lending across Ontario at 80% loan to value at fair pricing and we will help you validate your exit strategy and not leave it as an assumption or a theory. So if you're looking to explore private money, reach out to us at info at streetwisemortgages.com. Awesome. Dahlia, thanks so much. Great information. Guys, if you haven't yet, check out inspirebeachresort.com as well. We are actually pivoting to a membership model with lots of perks. So if you have any questions about that, reach out and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. James and Voitech from US Properties. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Doing really great, Sarah. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I always I always love having you guys on. You are doing amazing things out in Detroit in the US. And, you know, there is always some changes and there's always things that happen. So it's just important to keep a pulse on all the different markets and the different strategies. And, you know, there's maybe somebody new also listening to this that may not have heard of you guys before and what you do. So maybe just a, a quick 30,000 foot view to start, if you don't mind. Sure. I mean, we're usproperties.ca, so we're a Canadian-based, you know, boutique real estate company operating probably in Detroit, Michigan. So I think what defines us really is that we're a full-turkey operator. We've been focused heavily in the Detroit marketplace going on six years now. Everything that an investor would need, you know, from entity formation uh, for U.S. tax reasons through property selection, construction, property management, insurance and so on we have in-house, right? So we really help uh, with our ad system, get investors set up from the contemplation stage all the way through to actually being a cash flowing landlord, right? You know, essentially we're in Detroit for cash flow. Like a lot of Canadians, we were looking for that and we were struggling to where the next deal would come from, where the, you know, where the cash flow lied and, and the price of acquisition. So we heard of Detroit, we went down, we liked what we saw, we started buying didn't take us very long to realize that this was real. And, you know, long story short, here we are six years later, you know, 500 properties and 500 renovations into what has become quite an endeavor and a really successful one for ourselves and for our investors. Absolutely. That is awesome. So essentially, if somebody wants to, a Canadian invest in a, I would say, easier acquisition market in the sense that like the yeah. price points are less expensive. 
And I think there is still some cash flow. We can talk about that as well. They would come to you. You have all the Canadian systems down of how Canadians can invest in the U.S. and you essentially can provide them what a fairly turnkey opportunity. It's 100% turnkey. That really is what defines us, you know, you know as, as our experience, the infrastructure that we have, the team in place. But really, like I, I keep saying it over and over again, everything you would need to go from listening to this podcast to getting set up correctly to invest into the United States and be shown where to invest in the right neighborhoods, uh, what assets we think would be a good fit for that individual investor, uh, what the returns are like, and getting you, you know, set up and guided through the acquisition process all the way through to, to owning and hopefully scaling, which a lot of people are interested in doing with us. You know, we sort of guide you step by step. Okay, awesome. So what are, I know we've had you on before, and I think the first time these price points were just insanely no, low, and I'm sure they're, yeah. they're not as high as they, they are today in Canada as an example, but what, what can somebody expect? Let's just talk about numbers. Like, what are you buying? You know, what price point? And what does that look like? Well, you know, look, we have some different asset classes that we operate in. Surely, you know, where we've had the most success is in the single family market in sort of B-class we call them quote unquote, high appreciation hot markets, right? And those, in those regions, we're operating mostly in colonial homes. Typical cost for an investor coming in would be between 130 to 160,000 US, okay? You could either buy outright and then refinance after purchase in six months, you do a cash out and scale, or we have more accessible purchase financing options for foreign nationals to come in and buy with a 30% down payment. Uh, after that, you know, there, there is a, uh, a more premium class of properties. Uh, the advantage to these ones is, and we'll talk about this a little later, I think is there's potential for a little bit more equity capture from purchase due, due to construction and neighborhood class. So they can range anywhere from that sort of 160 level up to around 250,000 US. Okay. Below that, there is a, uh, a very stable entry level asset that typically runs around 95 to 100,000, typically a bungalow. Um, they're very uh, attractive cash flow uh, assets, low maintenance, but they're not always the best for, or should I say, a successful with the scaling model because when it comes to the US lenders, they like to see a little bit higher evaluation on the appraisal. And they just don't perform quite as well due to the fact they're not going to be in quite the same neighborhood quality. Anything you want to add on your end, Wojtek? Yeah, I think that, you know, we've really, you know, as the market has matured, we've noticed that there is more equity to be captured by investors in these highly, slightly more expensive properties. So, you know, for instance, you know, you can buy a property right now with, you know, for 130000 and end up with about 89% cash on cash return. But if you go to, we had clients who are buying $225,000 assets that are worth about two seventy-five, dollars you know, so they're able to yeah. purchase at two twenty-five, dollars even with financing with 30% down. And six months later, they're able to get another appraisal. And then that appraisal value, of course, is taken when doing the refi with the same lender. And what's been really successful with this particular asset class is that, you know, the lend, because we're working directly with the lenders now, the loan fees have been virtually zero. You know, they're, they're charging half a percent of the loan value, whereas it used to be three or three and a half percent before that. So, you know, so a lot of the equity capture was eaten up by lender fees. Right now, we're having a lot of success. Uh, our clients are just to, to experience the equity lift, you know, which turned into higher LTVs. 
And so, you know, we have clients where people to come in with $150,000, $175,000 in cash and end up with four $250,000 properties at the end of the year in 12 months period. Um, and they're thrilled and they're all cash flow positive and they're all in even better neighborhoods than we were operating in before with higher appreciation potential. You know, these assets are located closer to downtown, you know, five, 10 minute drive from the downtown core. And that's where we've seen the highest rent growth and the highest appreciation right across the board. So it's been fantastic. It's been really great in the last 12 months. You know, I know a lot of your listeners may be concerned about the increasing interest rates and about what that environment looks like and the impact that it's had on cash flow. What we have really been focused in the last 12 months is really controlling other costs, such as insurance. You know, we've gotten our clients past the insurance costs that they were paying prior, you know, in the last six months. And that has had a very positive impact on the cash flow cash returns, even though the interest rates are a little bit higher. And also the elimination of the lender fees. That combination has, has virtually been able to produce the same returns for our clients as we have been over years. And as James mentioned, you know, the impact in the U.S. of the high interest rate has been uh, present on higher value properties. And of course, you know, the two, three, four million dollar holds, well, those are the prices have been impacted. But in the market, in the pure investment market of hundred to hundred fifty thousand dollar property, we have actually seen steady increases over the last two years. You know, they're not in the double digit, uh, high double digit uh, appreciation that we have experienced. But we're still getting, you know, eight, nine, 10% increases on the properties, you know, despite the environment. So, so it's very exciting and we've been very busy, you know, for the last eight months, like it's, you know, because of it, I think so. And uh, clients are having a lot of success. So obviously you mentioned the increases in price. What about the increases in rents? I mean, obviously, you know, with everything being so expensive in Ontario, as an example, like the rents just have skyrocketed, like what? You know, I, and I'm assuming it's maybe not exactly the same where you're operating, but like, what are you seeing from a rental standpoint? Yeah. So, so what's great is, you know, first of all, there's no rent control in Michigan, right? Sure. And so we are, you are able to increase uh, every year. Um, yeah. You know, what we've found is that uh, the market rents have gone up significantly and it, we deal with a lot with Section 8 and government funding. Uh, section is forced to provide increases to clients that, that match the market and the comps in that area. Sure. So without moving the tenants out, we can, every year we can approach an agency and say, look guys, well, here's a 14, 15, $1,600 rentals within half mile radius. Uh, you know, you have to give us, you have to match it. And 99% of the time they're matching the increased rents. So our clients are really happy because, you know, they don't have to do a turnover costs and, you know, and, and, and any repairs that the previous client may have caused. They're just continuing to roll with the same family. But in some cases, we're seeing 10% annual increases in rent. So, so it's fantastic. You know, the rents have really gone up now in, in Michigan. Yeah, I would just add to that. I mean, it's exactly the, the line I was thinking about when we were talking about some of these um, larger homes that we're selling with the equity capture. Now, some of these neighborhoods where where these homes are located are closer to Midtown. Um, so some of these higher interest rates have really caused us to to branch out and look for where the returns lie. And you know, some of those homes, um, they benefit from considerably higher rent, right? So we're doing everything that we can to ensure the return on investment. There's actually quite a bit of good that's come out of sort of the last year and in some of, in some of these times. So we're starting to get into some areas where the homes really produce uh, amazing appreciation 
amazing uh, equity capture, really good return on investment. And some of these areas too actually have considerably lower property taxes. So we're doing everything that we can to present a product that offsets the today's interest rates. And, you know, the returns are still very strong. What about from a cash flow standpoint? Like, what are you seeing? I'm assuming you're factoring in there's going to be costs, right? Taxes and yeah, insurance sure. and property right. management. But like, like from an average, I would say net cash flow per month, like what are people seeing? Well, I mean, we do the performance very accurately, right? So when we, when we pick up our property, Wojtek's coming to me and saying, James, well, I have something here. And the first thing we do is do a real analysis on it to see where it's at, where it stands with the property taxes. Um, and then, of course, he sends the contractors in to, to assess that it's going to be good for our investors. But, you know, we're typically seeing on our standard homes, you know, a certain, after all deductions, we're sort of netting, or, you know, on average, I headed to a thousand US if it's unleveraged. Okay, so that's good. So that would be, you know, around an eight percent cash on cash return. And unleveraged means that you don't have a mortgage on it, essentially. That would be coming in with funds from Canada, however acquired, like through a refi here, through a JV partnership, through life savings, through whatever means to come down to the United States, purchase your first home with the intention of then refinancing it with us, which is very common play sort of six months after purchase, extracting that capital that back out of the home and, and doing it again. Okay. It used to be that so with the rates, you know, you that the mortgage would take half of the cash flow. It's a little bit more right now, but typically, you know, we're you're still looking at three to four hundred US positives cash flow a month if you're coming in, you know, with a finance acquisition. All right. Or of course after you refinanced and pulled that money back out. Some of the larger ones, it's even better. Okay. So this is a great thing that's going on, whether our properties near to Midtown, the rents are, are more expensive, sorry, not more expensive, but the rents are higher. Uh, so it's yielding a little bit more of a leveraged return, which is very attractive. We've also branched out into some premium duplexes, uh, which is something that, that came about for our search for, for better returns. You know, within these B-class neighborhoods we operate, there are some smaller multis that, you know, that can attract Instead of fourteen fifty or fifteen hundred in rent, we're up to two thousand or twenty one hundred. That makes you a lot better on the leverage side of a pro forma, right? So where we have basically really being a single family operator, we do operate in some more premium two units as well. Yeah. So is it just still Detroit that you guys are focusing on, Michigan, or have you branched out to other areas? And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey guys, just want to take a moment and introduce you to one of my favorite paralegals, Andrew Chubetta. With over a combined decade of experience, Caveat LLP provides legal assistance for real estate investors and entrepreneurs, primarily practicing in the areas of landlord and tenant law. Caveat LLP is your one-stop shop when dealing with all of your tenant issues. Give them a call for a free consultation at 289-339-1311. That is Caveat LLP. Andrew Chubetta has been instrumental in helping me as a landlord and as a real estate investor, and I'm sure he can help you as well. Again, that's 289-339-1311. And now back to the show. So we have an operation in Florida as well, delivered a bunch of homes to investors. So, you know, if your listeners have uh, an interest in that state, we absolutely have a great team there with amazing contractors with really good property management. We can deliver the homes. You know, one issue we have found with Florida is that it's it's with the current rates, it's difficult to get cash flow. 
you know, if someone is not looking for castle and they're maybe considering, you know, turning the property into a short-term rental or, or perhaps uh, just being cash flow neutral and with the hopes of refinancing in a couple of years, once the rates have come down, then we do have great options. We've just found that, you know, any property we looked at, once it's renovated, it does, you know, you're looking at, at, at zero cash flow, you know, your, all your expenses paid, but, mm-hmm. but it's where a lot of the experience has been in Florida in the last 12 months. Okay. Are you planning other expansions aside from that? Or are you going to stick to, to what you know and do best? I think, you know, we keep looking at different markets in the okay. U.S. It's just, it's been, it, we always come back to Michigan because we have a really good infrastructure there. I feel that our contracting has gotten better. Um, yes. You know, it was, you know, post-COVID, you know, a lot of the labor has come back to work and things are churning much faster. And we're really happy with the quality of the, with the contracting. And we also have amazing management options. So should we explore other states? We can. It's just, it takes 12 months to set up that infrastructure. And then, you know, you don't really, you don't get to get it perfect the first, you know, the first time around. So, so it's a bit of a trial and error. And, and we do find that by going to similar states, you know, like Atlanta or, or Ohio or, you know, even Buffalo, upstate New York with similar returns. Each one of them have some drawbacks. Some of them, the properties are just more expensive and you're getting far worse returns. Or some of them are just small, such as Buffalo, where, you know, you're essentially dealing with a city of 250,000, which is not, I mean, I wouldn't use the word hopeless, but it's not showing as much potential as something like Detroit with a 6 million person population with huge investment coming in. And, you know, an entire downtown has been completely rebuilt. I mean, it's, you just don't have that in some of these other markets, you know, you have some investment, but it's not the same caliber. Uh, so every time we look at one of these other states, we come back to Michigan and say, okay, you know what, this is actually really good and has the must, yeah. has all the check marks of longevity. And so, you know, we've made a plan to continue growth in Michigan for the next 10 years, you know, and really stay and really continue to build infrastructure and help, you know, customers and Canadians build large portfolios where we're really set up now that we can scale for people. Mm-hmm. We can work with busy individuals, professionals, you know, part-time real estate investors, full-time real estate investors who are really looking to build a 20, 30, 50 unit portfolio in Michigan without time involvement, you know, just coming out with the down payments uh, and and then recirculating the money and refinancing the portfolios a lot and using some of the, the equity there for what we continue to capture as the market matures. What are some of the challenges? I mean, if somebody is looking to scale, like you're mentioning to 30 to 40 and, you know, they're in Canada and they're just getting started, like what are some of the challenges they might face along the way? So, you know, I, I think that for some people, it, it's the fear of the unknown and, you know, and just coming into a market where you don't know structures and don't know the right setups of entities and your companies and, you know, and kind of getting people past that hurdle. I think, you know, we have so much experience in that department. We've done so much research and really made sure that we have the legal team, that we have the accountants and we have everybody that can help anybody accomplish that goal. So I find that's number one issue, you know, and just, you know, being experienced and patient and, you know, look, you're dealing with property. So, and you're dealing with people. So sometimes there may be a little delay with construction, or sometimes there may be, you know, a tenant who's moved in and, you know, eight months later, they're 
moving to a different state. And so now you have to retenant. So I find that as long as people have long-term vision and are able to just trust the process, it works hundred percent of the time. And because we have that, we have the resources and the team to fix any problem on the ground now and to resolve any issue. So, so we can really help it. You know, I find that, yeah, for most it's just, yeah, it's just patience and the, you know, delays sometimes occur and you have to be patient and just work through the delay, you know, and just be prepared that sometimes things will take a little bit longer, but outside of that, you know, things been running very smoothly. Yeah, I would think too, I decided that I think that we're just continuing to mature as an operator, right? And in our team and our network, everywhere from the, um, the lawyers to the, to the lenders, it's just getting better and better. I think we're at a really good place right now. So uh, for any people, especially for the, the investors that come in that want to scale and grow that portfolio, we're really set up for it. Okay, we've just done it time and time again. We're using the right assets in the right that neighborhood that perform well. They're getting the good appraisals and they're getting the equity to pull and get more properties. And I think really I can't reiterate enough that this we have some really good lending partners who are reliable, are very fair in their rates and their timelines are, you know, we just kind of submit the documents, make everything compliant, defined, and then it just funds and very pro-business, right? So we're and all set quickly, up. You know, and yeah. quickly within, you know, we've gotten the lending timeline down to 30 days now, you know, provide yeah. client is able to, you know, actually, you know, provide the do documents that have been requested. And we really help with that as well, because some yeah. of them are coming from our attorneys, et cetera. But James has been amazing at that. And, and really we have worked with a lender and we've given them a 30 day timeline. And we said, okay. look, if we're able to order an appraisal today and get you all the documents over the next, let's say seven days, are you able to fund us? You know, if we started today by the end of August and the answer is always yes, because they have, yeah. it's a very large lender with, you know, very deep pockets. And so we're able to move through the process. And so it's much faster than what's happening in Canada right now. I know people yeah. are delayed on their refis right now. And, you know, these secondary lenders are mm -hmm. causing a lot of issues and not renewing people's mortgages that have that, you know, second and third mortgages that they've taken on their properties. And it, it's creating a big mess, you know, and whereas we find that the lending options in the U.S. are far broader and far more experienced. And once a lender lends to you once and you see that you're performing and you're able to pay your mortgage, they will give you unlimited amounts of money for subsequent purchases, which is what makes the U.S. market so exciting, you know, that you can continue to really grow and to scale and not be limited by the Canadian banks. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be some risks, right? I mean, there's risks of the economy. There's risks of the, you know, inflation. There is likely some, you know, interest rate hike risks in what's going to happen in the market. Like, what do you foresee as some risks? Is there some, there's something in every, any market, right? And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Experience Inspire Beach Resorts. It is the resort that we have been building and it is ready. So if you are looking to host events, team building opportunities, retreats of your own, and just even potentially hang out with your friends or family or colleagues. You can rent out a cabin. You can rent out the entire resort. Inspire Beach Resort, it is an adults only. It is Canada's only themed resort specifically for adults. And the themes are really nice. They're really upscale. Like you have like the beach theme. You've got a rustic lodge theme and a vintage Hollywood. And we are adding more every year. But there is uh, an awesome space that is on the water to host your retreats, your events, your business meetings, planning meetings, all of that good stuff. So check that out, inspirebeachresorts.com. Now back to the show. 
and some downsides? Like, what are you guys Absolutely. seeing? Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, we, as far as, you know, economic downturn, that's a risk, right? You know, you have, you know, jobs being lost and, and high inflation and, and, you know, and increasing uh, lifestyle and life costs, right? You know, we have found, I mean, the, 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 the inflation has been decreasing in the U.S. very steadily. Now they're down to 3%. Their goal is to get it down to 2%. So yes, there will be another, you know, quarter point increase. And, you know, there may be another one after that, right? You know, well, we feel that we have offset that with Section 8 and government uh, rent, you know, by really having majority of the portfolio covered. And uh, the government will continue to pay rents, even though economic times may be tougher for that particular individual. You know, we, we continue to, you know, as these, uh, you know, in, interest rates do increase, so do the rents, fortunately, and they have been falling on Section 8 shoulder, the increases. So we're able to cover the additional, the additional rent. So, so we feel that's a big safety net for us, you know, and of course, you know, you are going to get some vacancies here and there. You have tenants moving out. We always recommend to all our clients to put aside you know, a bit of a kitty for emergencies, for things that might pop up, you know, yeah. should you be vacant for two or three months, you can still cover your payments and you cover your mortgage. Don't come into, don't max yourself out. Don't have a hundred percent of your funds, you know, in real estate and zero in the bank, because it's a bit of a recipe for disaster, especially long-term, you know, and I know that real estate investors get excited. And, and once you start buying real estate, you know, you continue doing it and you want to invest all your money because you realize it's one of the best investments on the planet and one of the best vehicles. But we always tell people, look, if you have some savings where you can, should, should things occur, you can get yourself through the storm, then you fight. And long-term success is, you know, is almost guaranteed, I would say. Yeah. I mean, real estate's a long-term play regardless of, of most of what you do. And if you're trying to do it short term, I mean, that's, there's high risk in that, in any of that stuff as well. So if somebody listening to this wanted to reach out and potentially invest in Detroit or maybe Florida, like what is the process? Well, we're, we're here to help. That's the first step, you know, so we have a website, usproperties.ca. You can go on and take a look at some of the examples of what we're doing in Detroit. And there's a an area where you could submit a request for contact. I, I picked them up and, re and reply to everyone. Or of course, you can just reach out to me directly at jamesloyd at usproperties.ca. And we get back to you, you know, usually it starts by me sending some initial, you know, documents and, and some marketing materials about what we're doing. And then we'll, we'll set a time to speak, you know, I'll have an initial contact, whether on Zoom or a phone call. And we could just start by, you know, just going over what it is that you're looking for, how we could help. And then we just take it step by step, you know, as slowly. We could introduce you to our U.S. attorneys. You could help with some questions on taxation. People often have those questions. They say, this sounds great, but I want to make sure that um, it, you guys are set up so I'm not getting double taxed, et cetera. And then we, we, we just guide you through it. And once everything is good to go, we start the process. Our Voitex doing a great job curating really good quality properties for our investors. And uh, I think that really helps with some of that risk minimization that we were talking about. I think we really do focus on better quality properties and better quality neighborhoods, uh, much more into quality than quantity. And, you know, through that, when you put the government tenant uh, program in, it really is a very stable investment. So you just reach out to us directly. I'm here to help. Okay. All right. Awesome. So the price of admission, I guess, is the 30% down plus 
or minus closing costs and whatever fees there are along the way. Is, does that sound about accurate? That's right. Yeah. I mean, look, we still have a bunch of investors doing it both ways. Some people really say I can come in with a cash investment and stretch that money through through refinancing over and over again. And that seems very attractive. And there's others who come in and say, I'd like to take advantage of the power of leveraging. And we're here to help. We have lenders. So whether you want to finance or refinance or buy cash, you know, we can help you. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. So the next part is the lightning round. I'm going to ask you five questions. I may switch them up since you've been on the show for a few times now and you probably have similar answers. Are you ready to play? Yes. All right. Welcome to your midterm tip of the week. This week, we talk about why realtors find midterm rental properties the perfect solution to provide support to their clients from beginning to end. Midterm rental properties provides an opportunity for you to give your clients peace of mind. They may need a furnished rental between buying and selling their next home. Their home might be going rent under renovations. They may be dealing with an insurance claim and have turned to you for support and guidance. You may have a client who is new to the city or the country or is relocating for their new job. If any of these sounds familiar to situations your clients are dealing with, as a realtor, we are here to help you provide support and service to your clients. For more information, please visit www.midtermrentalproperties.com. So question number one, right now, how are you spending your summer? Well, I'm here in Toronto. I'm working a lot. You know, we're busy and I, I play an active role in the company. Also, I spending some time with my young son and we try to get outside and enjoy the weather by playing tennis and, uh, and swimming, right? It's a short season, but we, we sure enjoy it as much as everybody else. Okay. What tech? Yeah. Playing tennis, lots of sports activities for the kids, you know, some cottaging. Costa Rica, hopefully at the end of August, we're just planning that now for a week or so. Okay. And, and hopefully Manhattan for the U.S. Open for a few rounds at the end of August. So excited about that. Nice, nice. Sounds fun. Okay. Question number two, aside from obviously investing in similar types of properties as your business, what are you guys investing in personally? I mean, it could be paper assets, it could be Bitcoin, it could be real estate, different types of real estate. Who wants to start? I can start. For me, it's nothing. <laughs> we haven't, we don't have anything in the stock market. We don't invest in Bitcoin, no stocks, nothing. It's all in real estate. Okay. And what kind of strategy? Is it all in Detroit as well? Primarily in Detroit, some, some assets in Florida, some vacation stuff in Trouble, and we're doing a little bit in Europe and Barcelona that's starting and, but it's been primarily focused in Michigan. Okay. All right. What about you? Yeah, Dan? I don't, I don't have a huge asset uh, portfolio of investments as of yet, but I'm really lucky to uh, start investing heavily, uh, into Michigan, that's obviously the plan. I, I see it uh, firsthand for so long now. So I'm preparing for that this year. That's really the main course of where I'm, I'm looking to go. Okay. All right. Number three. So Wojtek, I know you started this business, but how did you guys meet? I'm curious. And so, okay, so we met in junior high school many years ago, grade seven. So we were in the, I think we we're in the same homeroom. So we've been friends ever since. Cool. Right. Yeah, it goes back like 35 years. It's it's a long time, you know, we've been close friends ever since and uh, yeah, really have worked well together, you know, for many years now. So it's awesome. 
Okay. All right. Cool. Number four. What are your three ideal clients' attributes that you like to work with? Like, you know, if, I'll, I'll leave it open so you can kind of, you know, go whichever direction. But what are like three things that you're like, I want to work with this client? Optimistic, for sure. Like optimism. Somebody who's in his, his enthusiastic, right? Who sees an opportunity that wants to do something, like can look at this and while realizing that it's real estate and there's, there could be risks involved or more than anything else, is just wants to get involved in it as maybe we wanting to do it and is just willing to, to step forward and, and really, you know, give it all they have to their first investment or continue to invest. I love that stuff. Right. We work with those people all day. I'm a really optimist. Yeah. And, and I think people who are, you know, entrepreneurial and who have long-term vision and who you really want to, you know, make real estate a vehicle to, to change their lives and, you know, and who are, you know, some people who are looking to get out of jobs that they don't like and mm -hmm. that, you know, that are causing them grief and would like to experience freedom that comes from investing in real estate. Okay. All right. Cool. Number five. I just make these up as I go along because why not? It's fun. What's a fun fact that most people don't know about you? Oh, sorry. The <laughs> I get it. I need a second. So they usually go first. What's a fun fact you don't know about me? I don't know. Yeah, what about the comedy? Ever... What about the X comedy on Mondays, James? Yeah, well, I like to keep it. I like to, I do like to joke around and stuff like that. I'm really responsible. <laughs> I think for the most part in this company these days, I do I do take care of a lot of actors about it, but I do like a good joke, you know? So yeah, we're always having, trying to have a good time with it. And so are you, nice, are so. you like going to amateur night at Yuck Yucks? Is that what Wojtek was saying? He thinks I should be going to amateur night at Yuck Yucks. Okay. He's always taught the customers. Yeah. You know, I like to pick up in the nuances about people and, and joke with them and stuff like that. So it's good. I think it's a good dynamic to have. All right, cool. Wojtek, what about you? You know, I think for me, I, I love to vacation. I, I love going there. <laughs> I spend a lot of time in, in Ibiza in Spain. I, I really like it there. <laughs> Maybe I'll retire there one day. So yeah, I think that's a good point. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks for playing the lightning round. I know you mentioned it, James, but if somebody wants to yeah. uh, do their research and reach out, the best way to do that is? Check us out at uh, usproperties.ca to make a submission through our website. We pick up all of them. Okay. So don't worry. I'll get back to you. What type of pass over the submission to me, or you can reach out to me directly at James Lloyd, L-O-Y-D at usproperties.ca. Okay. Amazing. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Again, it was a pleasure having you on and, you know, congrats on all your success and, and building a business, right? Which is separate than real yeah. estate. It's real estate, but it's a business that's, you know, growing as well. So congrats on that. I know it's a lot of work. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thanks so much, Sarah. I really appreciate uh, having us on the show. Yeah, thank you for all your support. Thanks so much for listening to Where Should I Invest with your host, Sarah Larvey. Make sure to listen in next time. We'll catch you on the next episode of Where Should I Invest.